0: Radio MD.
1: RadioMD.com.
0: This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Well, the vitamin industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. And if you go to the store, whether you go to Walgreens or Whole Foods or GNC or any vitamin store, you stand there in complete awe. And even some of us in the business that know a little bit about it stand there and go, Oh my God, what do I do with all of these things? And how many do you have to take a day to really say, okay, I think I'm getting what I need. My guest today is Dr. Christopher Calipay. He is an osteopathic physician board certified in family medicine, anti-aging medicine, and chelation therapy. So, okay, so Dr. Calipay, let's start with in your 20s and 30s, because those kids think they're immortal, Friggin' millennials. They don't take nothing. What should they be taking?
1: Well, um, My perspective is is pretty clear and clean because for so many years, I've done blood testing for vitamins and minerals, and that really guides us as to who needs more of what. And of course, when patients come in, their activity levels might dictate they need a little bit more of vitamins and minerals, but typically in your teens and 20s and 30s, most people are deficient in calcium, magnesium, vitamin D, pretty severely deficient in vitamin D, but a lot of people are because they're not getting enough through diet or getting enough sunlight. Uh, so those are the most common. B vitamins are deficient. People go walk into the store, as you say, and they say, well, what do I do? What's going to help? And they'll try this or that, but there's no real benefit because they don't know what they're deficient in. That's why my crusade for 30 years, I've been a physician for 30 years, is to test everyone for vitamins and minerals, make the corrections based upon the blood test, and then retest them within a month to make sure those recommendations are perfect.
0: Okay, so when you say taking calcium or taking vitamin D, people don't know how much.
1: Well, it's true, and I think the best way to answer that, and I'll support my answer, is you need to take enough to have good levels in your blood test. So that means for vitamin D, we want to get people close to 100 on their blood test. In some people, they may need 1,000 units. Some people need 5,000 units a day. Some people need some vitamin D in the morning and then another dose in the afternoon because that morning capsule of vitamin D is going to be used up by your cells throughout the the course of the morning and the early afternoon. So it's got to be based upon your body's comments. Your body has to tell us what you need.
0: Okay, so the the normal range or the good range of vitamin D?
1: Well, the range on a blood test is 30 to 100. But worldwide research on vitamin D for years, and this is many, many, many thousands of studies, says that when vitamin D gets up to that 80, 90, 100 range, You're decreasing the risk of all cancers by 77%. You're enhancing your bone. It's great for your brain, great for your immune response, decreasing the risk of flu and swine flu. So there's a lot of compelling mainstream research on this.
0: Okay, so folic acid, and you know what, instead of going 20s, 30s, and 40s, I'm going to go through some of the things people hear the most, because I yep. think that's a better way for us to, to hit as many as we, as we can. Now, I've heard, I'm a drinker, Dr. Calipay, so I really like to have my wine, and I've heard that folic acid, that I should be getting at least 800 milligrams because of drinking wine and the risk of breast cancer.
1: Well, yeah, and, you know, we've heard about folic acid uh, in one major area. You know, women who are pregnant need folic acid to present to prevent defects of the spine, you know, neural tube or spinal defects in in children. So everybody knows folic acid in in pregnant women, but most men and women need a lot more folic acid than they're getting. So, yes, we have to look at the blood levels for that, and we may go upwards of 800 or 1,000 or more, you know, milligrams a day. So that's okay to get...
0: Okay, so that's okay. I mean, yes, we've heard of folic acid for, for pregnancy and prenatal. And actually, Dr. Calapay, folic acid was one of the first sort of vitamins that people actually kind of started buying into. And it and it kind of, I think, rolled the vitamin industry into being because it was something that was proven
1: Yeah, and to B12, help. you know, people have heard. I mean, doctors have been talking about B12 for years. It's a much more in-depth conversation now than it was before. Sure. But B twelve shots, doctors gave them for centuries, almost, you know, and and vitamin C has always been a big fan, and E. But your body needs a good uh, orchestration of all of these. You can't play a perfect in you know, a musical piece without the right instruments and the right people playing it. So each nutrient has its own specific place in your body's function.
0: That's true. Now, what about something like coq ten? We hear about that and how it can be good for your heart. It's Is that great a true? heart. Yep.
1: Yeah, great for your gums. It's got great antioxidant properties. And the problems we're seeing now is that certain medications wipe out CoQ10, like the statin drugs for cholesterol. So they block the cholesterol production in a pathway that includes a good CoQ10. So typically, again, based on blood tests, we'll recommend anywhere between 200, 300, 400 milligrams of CoQ10 once a day, sometimes twice, depending upon a person's need.
0: Wow, that's a really good thing to know. Okay, what about iron? Well, you know, iron is not always present in a good multivitamin.
1: Correct. And the reason why the multis don't have iron in them in most cases is because you don't want to have iron overload. You know, it's not everybody that needs to have tons and tons of iron. So the multis don't typically have them. Now, blood tests will tell us and look at a variety of components. You could have iron floating in your blood. That's the serum iron. You could have the transport of iron called transferrin and the storage of iron called ferritin now some people and, and women of course typically have lower levels of iron in their serum their transport and their storage because as they lose blood every month you know during their their cycle they're losing iron so they might need more iron orally or sometimes we'll give iron shots to really boost your levels up and we want to get a decent level stored doesn't have to be crazy but there are people who have a disease where they have iron overload which is the opposite so we have to back down on and sometimes help to pull out some of that iron.
0: So now what about somebody such as myself in perimenopause? Sometimes it's so irregular and you can bleed so much. Is that a time that we really need to make sure we're getting a little bit of extra iron? Well,
1: yeah. Let's say for sake of discussion, we do a blood test on you while you're in the throes of, you know... That time, yes. Yeah, At that time, we might see that your iron levels are really low. So then we might give you more iron right before you have your period and then carry that through So that you're not dropping down too low and then in between, you might back it down a little bit, but we would do that based upon, you know, sequential blood tests, test you at the middle of your period, test you, you know, away from it just to see what your body's maintaining. That's just good science, you know, it's just factual science.
0: It is, absolutely. And now what about multivitamins? There's a billion of them on the market, synthetic ones and yeah. ones with extra this and that, and then whole foods ones and plant-based source ones. And
1: Yeah, there are so many different types. I, I like the ones that don't have, uh, that will have a long list of what's not in it. In other words, no fillers, binders, binders yeah. <laughs> recipients, colorings, dyes. So the longer the list on the label of what's not in it is, is a good thing. You know, a multivitamin I think of and I tell my patients but the multivitamin is kind of like the hub of a wheel, and then the spokes are other vitamins that you add on around that. So if the multi has all the Bs and the minerals in it, you're starting in a good place. You might need to add on you know, more vitamin C, more vitamin D, some fish oil, CoQ10, it really, you know, curcumin, which is great for anti-inflammatory. It has some anti-cancer effect. So the multivitamin should be sort of the, the central core then you add on around that, but again, based on blood tests.
0: Okay, so we have about a minute and a half or so, not much even left, Dr. Callebay. If you had to tell people every single day, what would you want them to take? The little handful of pills or chewables or whatever it is, go.
1: Well, I think a good multivitamin would cover a wide range of things, sometimes 20 to 30 different individual things. I would also take some extra vitamin D. I would take some extra vitamin C. Take some CoQ10. And now we're looking at curcumin, C-U-R-C-U-M-I-N, come from, coming from turmeric or curry because it's got such great anti-inflammatory and anti-cancer potential. And this is documented by traditional medical literature. So those would be some of the best to take.
0: And omega-3s would shake a fish yeah, oil, fish shove oil one oil. of those in there? Absolutely. Yeah, because, I mean... Some people don't even want to eat fish all the time, but that's great information. This is just sure. exactly the kind of information, Dr. Calipay, that I like to give here on Radio MD, and this show is Health Radio, and if you missed any of the great information, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go at RadioMD.com, and definitely share this one with your friends. Scroll around, learn something with us, because that's the whole thing. If you share this show, people are going to write down what the doc just said and and go, okay, I need to take CoQ10. I never even thought about that. Or maybe I need to up my vitamin D levels because I'm not really getting enough. Or I need to look at my iron because I'm in perimenopause. These are all such important bits of information. So listen again anytime. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening and stay well.